welcome to the Choke Nation podcast. My name is Nathan J. Selby, and we are here, as always, with... Helen J. Harper. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so as we were saying, sorry, before we press record, <laughs> um, yeah, I've been, I actually, having bitched and moaned about how I couldn't get to training on the last episode, I went to jiu-jitsu, and it was awesome of course it was i i couldn't walk for like five days afterwards and regretted it uh desperately but christ it was good to be on a mat oh my god it was amazing just makes everything better doesn't it i find up genuinely apart from your leg um, <laughs> everything else is made better yeah it did yeah it made everything else better apart from my hip which was incredibly sore but i felt it was it was so worth it. Like, and I know it seems it probably seems like I'm just bitching him and like, oh, I can't train, poor me. But I've genuinely been told not to fucking train. But Christ knows, sometimes you've just got to go and get strangled. And, uh... Yeah, it makes stuff more fun in life. Really, it really does. Yeah, it really, really does. So like it's the way forward. Of course, we are here to talk about. Polaris, we're, we're going to review... Amongst other things. Amongst other <laughs> things, like breaking down body parts. Um, and you working in a basement all day. Although we didn't press record, so no one else knows about that. Nobody but... else knows that, but um, it's a very nice day here in sunny England, and I have been in a basement for the majority of it. Um, <laughs> and that is just my normal average day, so quite a Frankly, I don't really have a leg to stand on. So, yeah. Unlike you, who only has one leg to stand on at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here all week, boys and girls. I'm here all week. (laughs) Sorry. She's actually been in the basement Uh, all day doing stand-up comedy. It's your next career. It's actually true. I'm actually, uh, I'm secretly doing... um, a stand-up comedian what no that you're secretly wrong. doing a stand-up comedian <laughs> in, yeah that's exactly what i just said <laughs> what it's not a secret Hang anymore on. it's not a secret anymore <laughs> sorry i've actually been <laughs> teaching my first ever women's only seminar today just saying and i think i used all my sensible words up and i have none (laughs) left (laughs) amazing how was it use your adult words helen (laughs) no i haven't got any left (laughs) i left them in the basement (laughs) oh my god it was amazing it was so good oh i was oh it was amazing honestly like eight girls turned up um because you know like there's always a risk the first time you do a seminar because people always say they're interested and then they tell you they can't go and you know everyone's got lives so people tend to do be doing stuff at the weekend and you know so it's always a bit of a risk putting stuff on at the weekend so like oh you know everyone's gonna be busy they're gonna be like visiting people or whatever you know yeah so I was a bit kind of nervous, like, oh, you know, people are going to be interested, and then they're going to be like, oh, Sunday afternoon, I can't be asked, or, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, there's so sure. many things that could have gone oh, wrong. Dude, I work in a venue. My job is to try and get people to come to things, effectively. Yeah. Like, it's, it, yeah. it can be a nightmare. It can be a real nightmare. Yeah. It is, it is. And people are notoriously flaky. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, uh, you know, always issues here. But, however, 
uh, eight girls turned up and they were phenomenal. Yeah. They were absolutely brilliant. I think, well, two of them had geese. Uh, the others were all no gi. Right. Um, one of them had done like about three sessions or something. Uh-huh. And, but basically, they were all complete beginners and they absolutely smashed it. Like, it was incredible. Like, oh, honestly, I can't believe the amount they learned by the end of the session. It was two hours, so it's right. a long old session. Yeah, long time. They all focused the whole time. They all, like, really, really enjoyed it. They all, oh, my God, they all did so well. I was, like, I literally can't even put into words how proud of them I was. It was incredible. That's amazing. So, yeah. That's really, yeah. That's really cool, man. How did you, uh, I mean, I know you've done a couple of these things, but you're, you're not... Uh... You're not teaching all the time specifically jiu-jitsu, are you? Not no, the... not at all. Not at all. I cover jiu-jitsu classes, like, when my coach is late or something, yeah. I, I'll cover. But I don't have, like, my own jiu-jitsu class or anything. Like, there's, obviously, well, my main coach, dude, he takes most of the jiu-jitsu classes. And then we've got, like, Max and Ash, who take, like, a couple of classes each every week. But they're, like, Max is brown belt and then Ash is black belt. So it's, like... I'm only purple belt. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not on their level, but I also, I love teaching. Yeah. I love it so much. So it's like, even though I'm not on the same level of jiu-jitsu. You you really, you, you have a good way of, um, certainly breaking techniques down, uh, and, and and showing them to people, to people for for sure. I appreciate that. Thank you. Man, that's true. But, um, like I love it today. I'm loving this. <laughs> it's great. Boost my confidence right up. Where did you um, do it? Where did you do it? And are you going to be doing it again? Well, so I did it at the gym, um, Urban King. So hence the basement. The whole gym is in the basement. So you go down the stairs into the into like the actual gym. So all the the rings down there, all the big mats, and you know all the bags and stuff. Like everything is in the basement. Uh-huh. So basically. I do spend the majority of my life in a basement, which is, um, you know, is what it is. But, yeah, I mean, to be honest, it's a really nice gym. Like, the equipment is all, like, super nice. And, you know, like, um, it's just, you forget how lucky you are sometimes. Like, I, I feel like, because um, it is such a nice gym, the inside of it is such a nice gym, you go, you sort of get, get used to it. Sure. And then you go to another gym and you're like, Oh yeah, shit. Well, yeah. I mean, if yeah, you re- we're really lucky. <laughs> if, you re- if you remember where we first started out. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I didn't start. Oh wait, where we? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, uh, up in yeah. up up in Lincoln. Uh, it was it was the people that made that school great. The location itself was. Um, the mats were so uh, thin. I remember, and it was so cold yeah. in the in the building. It was yeah, oh, the cold, it yeah, was freezing. And uh, but then... I remember, I remember grappling at Andy's in the morning one time and just been like refusing to take my socks off because it was just that cold. I was like, if I take my socks off, then my feet are literally just going to fall apart. See, at Andy's, I was warmer because I was so used to being in Lincoln. So used to being so cold. Yeah, <laughs> that is the worst thing. Like cold feet when you're grappling. Oh my oh. god, that that ruins the whole session. Like. Yeah. Sounds oh. so wimpy. <laughs> I know, I know. Like big scary MMA fight. Oh, I don't like cold feet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't judge me, guys. You know it's true. Uh, anyway, you... I'm old now, so I can say that kind of stuff. Oh, for goodness' sake! 
Not even. Yeah, I'm getting on a bit, mate. I don't think so, mate. I know how old you are. You can't pull. <laughs> you can't it's pull all right. We're good. I still get ID'd everywhere I go. Well, yeah, We're you good. do have the benefit of being five foot fuck all, but five foot one actually. Oh, excuse me, five foot and a fat Yeah, yeah get it right, mate. Oh, oh. If I shave. Oh, you forget that inch. You boys seem to go on about inches all the time. Don't you forget that one inch? Wow! Makes look, all the at, look at that. The stand-up yeah. stand career is just rolling. Stand-up's out. back, man. <laughs> in it, in it. It's brilliant. Yeah. I shaved not yeah, that long I'm ago. I'm available for available for gigs, guys. I know <laughs> you what? I know you've never seen me without a beard, really. I don't think. Not, I don't think I have. And uh, I shaved not that long ago, and I genuinely got ID'd to buy an 18 film. That doesn't surprise me yeah. at all. Baby but you face, mate. baby face. Yeah, baby that's face. mad. Anyway, for fuck's sake, are you are you going to be doing the? Are you going to be running more sem- seminars? How are people? How can we find out about it? Um, I hope so. I love. I would absolutely love to do more of them. It was so much fun. I just absolutely loved it. Um, I'm hoping either to be able to do sort of like part two, mm-hmm. or um. If there is enough interest, perhaps set up a women's only class at some point, somewhere, maybe, potentially. I mean, there are there are a, a crop of women only sem- seminars that have it started cropping up here and there, really in the last yeah. couple of years. Uh, and it's um, I know Lenny Monslow took one. Uh, yeah, 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 I'm sure. Laura um, Laura Harvey's just uh, started one as well. She oh, really? actually weirdly, I knew about her girls' class, and then I felt like literally like two days later, I found out I had to fight her at um, the national pro trials. So oh, it was really? like, oh, hang on, that's the same girl. Yeah. <laughs> she's so nice. Oh my gosh, she's so nice. It was like the first time I met her. Like, I'd heard her name, but I didn't like know her. But oh, she's so nice. I love I love jiu-jitsu. You end up being friends with your opponents. It's the best thing ever. Yeah. Uh, it, I just love it. Well, you just don't get that in MMA. Well, but see, even in MMA, from purely a spectator's and a, and a fan's perspective, there there seems to be, if you would take, you know, football for an instance, mm. have you ever seen football players, like, shake hands at the end of the game? It's, like, for most grudging, like... They don't want to shake your hand, motherfucker. Like they don't want to, you know. If you just, if if a team just beat another team, if United just beat Liverpool or something, no one's, you know, being cool. But after an MMA fight, more often than not, obviously there are the rare, sort of rarer circumstances where someone's still being a. Oh, you always respect the uh, your yeah. opponent. Well, I, I feel like you always respect your opponent because it's like you know what they've been through to get to that point, yeah. like. You've obviously had, you've both had a fight camp, do you know what I mean? Like, you've yeah, both yeah, yeah. been training your tits off, you've both been, like, cutting weight or whatever you've been doing. It's like, you, there's a certain amount of respect, but at the same time, you're not about to be best mates, do you no, know what I mean? No, for sure, uh, but there, there is, maybe, maybe that's what I'm missing there, maybe you're right, it's more, it's more a respect thing. But, mm, again, in jiu-jitsu, everyone is... Uh, and you can't say everyone, really. I mean, there are the odd circumstances. But most people are pretty damn cool. Like, it really is yeah, something about... Yeah, of course, there's always an exception to the rule. But I'd say jiu-jitsu, like, generally speaking, the people that train jiu-jitsu are fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, it comes down to you can't... It's quite hard to have an ego in jiu-jitsu, isn't it? Because there's always that person in the room that can take your life away if they, you know... Oh, no, I'd say you can still have an ego. I'd just say that it's controllable. It's harder it's harder to have <laughs> yeah. an ego. Um, yeah. Whereas I remember being 
back when I was competing uh, in point finding, uh, point meaning point fighting in uh, karate. You would go to like the national championships, and um, you know, right down for there's parents screaming at each other because their kids are. You know, in this karate competition, it's like, what the hell? Like, screw. And some of the stuff you would hear is just <laughs> like, it was un- unbelievable, like, lack of sportsmanship, lack of respect, borderline vicious shit. And I've just never seen that in any jiu-jitsu competition. I've never seen that really anything to do with a sport because people, it, part of the jiu-jitsu, uh, whether competing or not, it just seemed to be. It it, for, it either forms you or maybe just chill people are brought into mm. jiu-jitsu, attracted to it. But uh, I think I think a lot of it's like um, even like stressed people find a way to find solace in jiu-jitsu. So it's like you end up finding peace within yourself. Yeah, in jiu-jitsu. Um, I think once you've been choked out a few times, it definitely helps as well. Cause it's like, yeah, you know what? I'm not invincible. Let's, uh, let's just probably try not to have too many naps on the mat. Yeah, the, well, it's that thing. That I'm not invincible, <laughs> but also that, well, you know, the world goes on. You, you're like, oh, I'm yeah. actually okay, and you know, you uh, everyone learns from every situation. It's uh, yeah. it's a really cool sport like that. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't be talking about it. So yeah. we are fucking biased. Anyone who's well, listening uh, to this. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I probably would say that. What, if you're listening to this and you're not a fan of jiu-jitsu, I would question your motive. Yeah, I wonder how you've got here. I don't know what. Yeah. I don't know what you expect. <laughs> yeah, what 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 were you thinking would happen, guys? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but thank you for being here. No, even though you're probably very confused. Um, yeah. That's how I spend most of my life. So quite honestly, you're in good company. Stumble around in basements. Well, do yeah. keep everyone us, uh, updated to your your plight to get women's yeah if we uh if we can manage to tie down another date it won't be in march that's for sure because i'm crazy busy competing in march so um which we can talk about in the coming million hours that we will have this uh podcast on for um (laughs) but yeah so um yeah it won't be in march but for sure soon as soon as possible try and tie something down uh we should probably talk about polaris you know yeah man for sure. Just bring it out there. How was it? So, uh, uh, full disclosure, I uh, was not able to watch the main card because I do not have uh, UFC Fight Pass. Um, I was able to watch uh, the prelims, and I'm so a lot of what I'm going to say is going to be based on the presentation that I saw in the prelims. I can't imagine it would be that much different on the uh, main card. But you were there in person. You were there live. There, I was there. Um... Oh, nice. What was so, the what was the atmosphere like in the room? It seemed cool. Oh man, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was there was a lot of super cool people there. Um, like you know what jujitsu is like. People just walking around, and you're just like, oh my god, this is like my idol, and they're just literally walking around like they're a normal person. Hang on a minute, they are a normal person. We yeah. are all just normal people, but. You know, like when you see someone, like you've seen someone on YouTube or Instagram or whatever social media you use, um, and you see them on there and you're like, oh, they're so cool. They're like such a like such a cool guy. Like, I don't know, Benson Henson, like, what a dude, man. Like, what a fucking cool guy. And he's just walking around like, yeah, man, chilled, like, whatever. And you're <laughs> like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's literally right in front of me. This is mental. It's like, mind fuck. 
but yeah i guess like that happens more in jiu-jitsu than mma because like if you think about mma like events you don't the fighters don't just wander around the audience no mostly until they finish fighting and then yeah but before the fight they're like, always in the back room sure. this lot was just chilling out they weren't fussed at all it was so chilled out it was so relaxed it was amazing. amazing yeah it was awesome well i'd imagine so, a lot of people um, wanted to watch other people compete as well so yeah that was it. That was it. They just like, oh, she want to watch my mate. <laughs> it's like that's so cool. <laughs> um, so I got there just as the second fight had finished. Um, okay. Match fight. Yeah. Well, match. what are we calling it? What are we calling it? I uh, I we call it a match. Okay. I feel like that encompasses all. Yeah, that works because anything can yeah. be a match, right? Yeah. There's probably going to be people that are. You know, well, there's always people that go, ah, jiu-jitsu's not a fight, but it's like, well, it kind of is, though. Yeah, kind of I mean, is. It's a fight no with specific rules. Like, yeah, they all they all are. That's what they all are. But okay, for the purposes of um, inclusion, let's call it a match. We'll call it a please. match. Um, well, what I'm going to do, I'm going to just uh, run down the results, and then we can sort of pick out specifics or. Uh, uh, whatever else. So the results are in total, and I'm going to butcher some of these names um, and we are we going one by one or what well i reckon just uh we'll, we'll, uh, we'll just we'll we'll pause every so often then shall we yeah we'll 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 run down we'll, we'll give our results in full and then just you know if somebody right. jumps out we're there, there's going to be certain things anyway so uh uh amelia uh Takunin defeated uh leone monslow by a decision that was the first fight on the preliminary card uh Sure, uh, sorry, Sean. Oh, I'm gonna butcher your last name, buddy. Donna, uh, McDonough, we'll call it, defeated Jay Butler via toehold. Uh, Brad Hill defeated Santari Lilas via decision. Uh, Tommy uh, Lang Langacre, I think, defeated Charlie McDonald via collar choke. Uh, Oliver Lovell defeated Tiago Valente via choke. Ross Nichols defeated Tommy. Uh, Paul Cunnan via heel hook. There's a lot of submissions here. Uh, a lot, oh, mate, a lot of... Ross's fight was amazing. Match, sorry. Ross's match was amazing. Best on the uh, prelim card. Just just got to say that. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, really, really, really good match. Uh, then moving on to the main card. Sorry, carry on. Um, was that sorry? Ross's fight was that a uh, was that gay? No, that was the first no gi. That was no. That was the first no gi. <clears throat> it was so good. Yeah, Ross comes and trains with us on a Friday evening, um, uh-huh. and he's such a nice guy. What a lovely guy! One of the nicest people I think I've ever met in my life. Just wow. always got smiling. He's just such. Oh, mate! Honestly, such such a nice guy, and yeah, literally just so slick. Just so fucking slick, man. It's just such a dude. Yeah, super impressed with him. And yeah, sorry, I interrupted no, you. Okay. My bad. Uh, moving on, Fionn Davies uh, defeated Chelsea Lair via armbar. Uh, Marco, oh, I'm not sure how to say his Kana. last name. Sorry, Kana. Okay, yeah. defeated Ash Grimshaw via decision. Uh, I'm sure we'll touch on that in a minute. Um, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Marcin Held, I suppose, defeated yep. Chris Fishgold via armbar. Gazari well. Matuda Gazzari, defeated Matuda. Serena uh, Gabrielli via straight ankle lock. Benson Henderson defeated AJ, uh, well, fuck it, AJ, we all know who AJ is, via decision. 
and Craig Jones defeated Jake Shields via heel hook. There is a hell of a lot of finishes on that card, dude. It was fucking awesome, mate. Honestly, such a good time there. Really, really awesome. They wanted it, man. They wanted it. They wanted those finishes. Yeah. It was like, it was awesome. I love watching jiu-jitsu when they want it. You know what? Yeah. It's kind of boring when you're just watching people roll like, Okay, you're just going to sit there and not really do anything. Okay, well, cool. But they want it, and they're, like, really going for it. You're like, fuck, yeah, that's awesome. A lot of times when you're watching straight sort of um, tournament-style jiu-jitsu, uh, you could be having four or five fights. Sorry, matches. Christ, we're going to do that off. <laughs> you, you could be having four or five matches. So, do you, you know... Everyone... And, it, and people just play for points all the time. It's people like... do just play for points. Yeah. I think we're all agreed that taking points out of jiu-jitsu makes it far more enjoyable so spectator fun. sport. Yeah, definitely. Far more. Definitely. Um, but I would say that without being an arsehole, I do think that the Nogi matches were more exciting as a, as a whole. Um, again, I got there at the end of uh, the second match. So I got there literally as they were raising Sean uh, McDonough's hand. That's when I got there. So right. I, I can't judge the first two matches, so I didn't see them. But all the other one, two, three matches, I think, three other gi matches, and they were good, but they weren't they weren't exciting. Right. You know? They weren't like, oh, my God. Like, none of them were on the level of um, the Benson versus AJ, but that's another story. We'll talk about that in a minute. Sure, sure. That I was mean, on another level. Um, it, is, it is worth saying just because people get so offended that if you thought those matches were the most exciting in the world and you prefer watching Gi Jiu-Jitsu, then I suppose that that can, uh, you know... Hey, it's what you prefer, you know? What you prefer... Yeah, like, sure. I'm not, I'm not going to go and tell you that, um, that, uh, that I'm right and you're wrong, but I prefer the... The, the nogi matches personally sure i mean there, uh, is, there and... is a speed and a slickness to nogi that you just don't get as often with with gi. Gi. But, and it's and it's fucking physics there is so much more friction created by those geese there's so much more you know ways to hold uh you know with uh, wrist control grip, grip. sleeve control and uh you know collar collar grips um it's ways of slowing down the pace that you just don't have in nogi yeah, for sure, for sure. It's definitely an exciting card because uh, none of the, as we say, there's so many uh, finishes uh, and so many finishes of various different types that yeah. um, you can clearly see people really went for it. And there didn't appear to be, um, you know, I don't think it was a case of people being outmatched, actually. I think uh, because you could say, look at all the finishes, uh, clearly there was just mismatches. I don't really think that was the case in any way. So I think all. everyone just went, I'm going to impress. <laughs> I'm going to finish this, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. hundred percent. I agree. Uh, really nice to see Fionn. Um, her, I don't, uh, so I guess you didn't see the main card then. So I um, haven't seen the main card, but I should say, so uh, we're, we're putting up a choke nation website. That's going to happen this week. Um, Woo. Uh, Elliot Nurse, a good uh, a good friend of mine, who was uh, at the uh, at the event. He was uh, in the um, he was there with Leone, 
Um, a former, they're both former training partners of mine. Uh, Elliot's a brown belt for um, New School BJJ. He's written uh, a pretty in-depth and really awesome uh, sort of review of each match, actually. And uh, that's going to be going up on the website. So I've I've read uh, Elliot's review. I've looked at pictures. So I can sort of hang in there, but you will know uh, you will know uh, more than me about the main card for sure. Yeah, no, that's all good. Um, all I was going to say was Fionn's um, pre-match interview was hilarious because right. she, she just put in no confidence in herself. And she was phenomenal. She literally controlled this girl like it was the girl's first day on the mat. I mean, I don't know her. Yeah, Fionn did. I know Fionn. And she just did an outstanding job. I mean, this girl is not... That, she's a good brown belt. She's a legit good brown belt. Yeah. The Theon, like, manhandled her. It was incredible. I don't, like, she, she just, it's just like, she's kind of, she's such a sweet, like, she looks like such a sweet, innocent girl. And then you see her on the mat and you're like, Jesus fucking Christ, I hope that I never have to deal with that. Sure. <laughs> you know, she was incredible. Honestly, I was so impressed by her. From what I understand, Fionn's sort of pressure game is yes. uh, is ridiculous. Yeah. And for also from what I understand, uh, Chelsea um, tried to favours sort of underneath leg attacks, uh, you know, yeah. ex-guard Del Hever kind of stuff. And... Um, so it really is very contrasting styles. And, oh, definitely, uh, yeah. And a, and a decent, as a person that when my legs worked, I favour De La Hiva, I favour um, being on bottom. But you you can do that as until someone with a far superior pressure game comes along and just squishes you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, it was incredible. I was just like, wow. Like, fair play. Just <laughs> fair play. Also, from what no, I understand, no. she did it from mount. So it was mount, and then she secured an armbar, which is sort of like old school pressure jiu-jitsu. Proper old, proper old school. Like yeah. she just, yeah, she just. It was just spot on timing. Like everything was just perfect with her pressure. Everything was just like just legit, just really tight, really tight. It's awesome. Good to watch. Very good to watch. Yeah. Very inspiring, I have to say. Next up. Mr. So Grimshaw. This is, I would imagine, uh, when, when we're not here to be biased and blah, 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 but we, of course, are biased because it's impossible not to be because we we both had friends competing at this show and you've got current training partners. Um, so I'd imagine this wasn't uh, the most fun thing in the world to watch. Um, well, I mean, it was, no. I mean, obviously, I wanted to see Ashley doing well. And, yeah. you know. We all did. Um, the the crowd off, so to speak, uh, between the two camps was like hilarious. Right, it was really good fun. Like they they were screaming and we were screaming and they were screaming louder and we were screaming louder and most sure. of my training partners lost their voice and yeah, it was it was fun <laughs> well, to be in the crowd. It's you two know? of London's sort of you know. But well, most uh, prominent gyms, I would yeah, say. Yeah, really, it's a, a real battle. Yeah, sure, for sure. So it was, London. it was a good banter between us, and there was one girl in their team that was kept like heckling us, and it was quite amusing. Like her heckles were really funny. It was just like they were completely illogical. Like I don't, I think she must have been like a a wag rather than a competitor <laughs> herself. She didn't really seem to know what she was talking about, but it was kind of amusing. So right. we'll go with it. Um, <laughs> 
But yeah, so it was a good match. I mean, hats off to Marco. He obviously uh, did a really good job. Um, I mean, it's not. It wasn't. It was. It to me, it was quite a clear decision um, right. that he would win. Um, but they both, you know, they're both really good black belts, and they're both. I think um, who said this? Oh, uh, Kit Dale. When I was with him in LA last year, and I was talking to him. And he said, watching black belt, or sorry, being a black belt competitor, you're already awesome. You're a black belt. There is no, like, even if you lose your first match, you're a black belt. It's not yeah. like you're just suddenly shit at jiu-jitsu. You're no. still a black belt. Yeah. Like, you're still legit good black belt. And, you know, so, yeah, it's true. Like, just because you lose a match doesn't mean you're bad at jiu-jitsu. It just means that you lost that match. Like now, well, you see that in MMA so often, where uh, well, really any sport, it's uh, people, any spectator sport, people can be so fickle, like so yeah, fickle. It's, it's like well, you lo- you lost that one fight, you lost that one game, you lost that one whatever. Um, it sort of sometimes nullifies anything good that you've done before. Yeah, which is yeah. so wrong, and it's just people buying into the moment, and it's. But it is worth to, as you say, it's, it's well worth bringing up that if you've attained a certain level in jiu-jitsu, um, they don't, you, they're not just giving away black belts, all right? Yeah, no, it's not like you just go, you just turn up and train for a few months. Like, <laughs> I was about to say something really rude then. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not karate, for fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so... In, in, Please don't punch me. Nah, <laughs> with <laughs> there, there is obviously that's the go-to thing. It is the go-to thing because karate got, and I do fear this for jiu-jitsu. We've seen it uh, already in jiu-jitsu, and jiu-jitsu has been, you know, in this country for. I mean, it's it's only been big in this country, really. I'd say um, what the last eight years. Probably? I was going to say ten, but yeah, yeah, about that, you know? yeah. And what happened with karate is, I mean, karate does come from, you want to know how, you know, serious karate, the J- Japanese style of karate, the real true karate, they don't have coloured belts. You're a white belt until you're not. They brought colours in for Westerners because we demand to see progress um, quickly because we're, we're impatient. We're far less patient than a lot of other um, sort of, uh, yeah, a lot of other cultures. Um, no, I agree with that. Which made it that. so much easier for... Well, I'll, we do a Western-style karate. But I genuinely went for a job interview once. I've uh, it, was a, it was a marketing job, which I detest. But it was marketing karate. And I thought, well, I genuinely think that everyone in, in the world should have some basic knowledge of martial arts. Because I think it makes you a better, cooler person, as we've already discussed. And uh, so the idea was to, to market this this style of karate... And I was already, uh, I, I got my brown belt in karate very, like, very young. But I trained for it for 10 years. I wasn't, I didn't mess around. I started when I was three, you know. I, I, in my style, belts weren't just given out. Indeed, quite the opposite. They would fail you just to see you fail, quite frankly. Um, that wasn't what this job was. And uh, the guy... Tell, you know, during the interview, he told me I'd be a black belt in two years, depending on how many memberships I sold. <laughs> oh my god, no way! 
genuinely, I'm not going to mention the name of the, the place. Uh, on no, you Earth, can tell me after though. Because I don't want to. I don't <laughs> want to get fucking sued. But um, yeah, the guy told me that told me that. So there is a real danger of uh, martial arts just giving out belts, and karate is rightfully so the go-to one. I do think traditional karate gets l- overlooked. Also, judo, quite frankly, um, they're still good clubs and gyms and stuff out there where it's a good thing to learn but in jiu-jitsu it's far harder because you gotta prove it you gotta prove it yeah and we've all heard stories of um people turning up at gyms uh wearing a white belt but they're really a black belt because they've heard that the trainer of this gym is like giving themselves a black belt and they want to see i've i've heard multiple stories of people you know you better oh, prove yeah. it and so to attain a black belt in that is uh, is an, a, a phenomenal achievement. And I'd you're right. I'd say you get found out pretty quickly if that happens. Um, oh yeah, god yeah. It happened. It happened when I was still up in Lincoln. There was another. There was another club because um, there was three clubs. Now there's only two. So go figure what happened to this guy because he went into hiding, dude. Um, yeah. Well, that yeah, I've heard it happen a lot, especially like um, Southeast Asia where I used to live. Um, generally speak i mean i was thailand but that i was all around as well sure and there was quite a few uh quite a few fake black belts out there just kind of holding on to something or nothing yeah and yeah they all got found out pretty quick yeah people do get found out people because it's a talkative community anyway anyway fucking hell we're drifting so far but you really are yeah we're talking about polaris you are you are right (laughs) it does bear mentioning that any of the people that we're we're talking about here i think just about all of the competitors were black belt uh Uh, yeah the the girls were brown belts the the four girls for the title elimination okay but i mean even so (laughs) but yeah i mean they're just legit i mean this is like the best of the cream of the crop this is professional jiu-jitsu yeah like like there can i i'm just not even like taking the piss here but what I would give to do some professional jiu-jitsu is, like, I would fucking love that. Yeah, like, the, the people that are on the show are legit good. Like, there's no sort of beating around the bush there. They are legit. All of them. All of them. Every single one. There's no weak link on this card. I can I can say no better than that. Um, so, a, a, a tough loss for uh, for Ash, but I, I'm sure... Eh, I'm sure he'll be back. Of course. of course he will. He'll punch someone next time and, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it'll be a different story. <laughs> well, there is that as well. I mean, so... No, I think I think he's going to... I think he might have an MMA fight fairly soon. Well, I don't actually know when it, when it is 100%, hence why I'm not actually saying. But I just I think that his next thing is an MMA fight. So I, mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't want to speak out of turn, but I'm pretty sure that that's what it is. So. Sure. And there is a... There is a or rather, I should ask: Do you think, as a person that trains MMA uh, and all the things that go into being good at MMA, but you're also obviously jiu-jitsu is your sort of passion? Um, if if someone's training jiu-jitsu and solely jiu-jitsu uh, against an MMA trainer, I just got to think that they will have the edge in a straight jiu-jitsu tournament. Yeah, just, sure, just, for just sure, definitely. I mean, like it's like MMA is built up of three like sections right you've got standing you've got taking down and you've got ground yeah so you have to do all three jiu-jitsu is taking down and ground 
Or some people, it's not even taking down, it's just sitting down. Sure. Fucking guard pullers. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if that's your game, then whatever. Like, yeah. Good for you. I'm just jealous. I can't play guard. <laughs> shit. Um, so, no, but, but, but seriously, I mean, like, MMA has three, three components. So you're going to choose whatever art it is. Like, there's, like, a, a thousands to choose from. But whatever. So you obviously have to be quite proficient in all three to sure. be able to fight MMA. Um, or to a good standard, anyway. Um, whereas jiu-jitsu, really, you could just be good at no-gi. Or you could just be good at gi. Or you could just be good at wrestling. or And you could still get by, yeah. you know? So I'm not saying you get to black belt like that, but I'm just saying like you could get by and and perform well in comp and only be good at one section. Uh-huh. So I think it is very different when you when you focused entirely on a gi game for your whole career or your whole jiu-jitsu career and you fight a gi game, say, this is an example, and someone else has done gi and no gi and wrestling and uh, striking and whatever, you know? It's like, yeah. oh, it's going to be different. But an MMA fighter is always going to have the bonus of being uh, being able to fight under pressure. Yeah. Because that's the one thing that MMA will always, always bring to the table, no matter if it's single discipline, multi-discipline, you're always going to be better at fighting under pressure, you know? Yeah. So, and like fighting with an audience. You know, people that have only just done like one pro jiu-jitsu match, maybe they've been doing like IBJJF comp, uh, comps for their whole career. You're getting like people watching eight matches mats at the same time if your mat gets boring they'll just watch someone else's mat yeah. there's no pressure you don't have to entertain mma fighter it's you it's yeah. you and your opponent that's it you're there to entertain it's an entertainment show sure. you don't entertain you're not going to get asked back that's it you know so that's what i would say fighting under pressure is bringing you know a different attitude sure that's interesting i don't i think i was thinking about purely technique for technique for person who has done more whatever you want you know arm bars from a guard and a gi might have a the, but the, you know the uh, advantage yeah but i mean but the thing is, is that i mean interesting. even just looking at say for example arm bar from guard there are only like okay arm bar is an arm bar is arm bars an arm bar whatever there's okay say there's like a couple of setup. Well, I mean, armbar from armbar from guard. You're, you've got what, what, like ten setups, something like that. What, sure. just whatever. Say there's like ten setups. Once you know those ten setups, you know what's coming. Yeah. But you both know that information. But how do you put that information into practice? Yeah. How many? How both many? No, you both have the same information there. You know. Yeah. You both. You're black belt. You're both black belts. You're both fucking good. You know. Yeah. You both have that information, but how do you react under pressure? Hmm. doesn't mean that you don't know it. It might just mean that you're not very good at working under pressure. Sure. You know? Or whatever. Like, everyone has a trigger, so. Sure. It's, you know, it's all about psychology. <laughs> <laughs> As usual. Um, well, again, this sort of plays in. So the, the, next, the next fight uh, was between two MMA guys. Um, yeah. Uh, I I know less about this uh, this match. Uh, I must admit, um, but it was. I mean, maybe you can break it down for us a little bit. 
Right, I'm right. I'm going to be perfectly blunt here. They went on, they tapped hands. I turned around, spoke to my friend for thirty seconds, and suddenly, uh, Martin Held's hand was being raised, and I was like, <laughs> I literally missed that entire fight, and I don't actually know what, like, how. I mean, it was an epic armbar on the replay. I was like, how the fuck did I miss that? I had like the most awesome armbar ever. How the hell did that happen? <laughs> I literally turned around for like two seconds. I swear. So yeah, I may have missed that. Well, one. anyone Sorry. who's who's trained, and I imagine <laughs> the vast, the vast amount of people, the vast majority of people that are listening to this, do some sort of training. Uh, you know how quickly these things can happen. You can get caught so quickly and uh, just have your head spinning because you've got no idea where it came from. And that certainly, from what I've heard and read, seems what this kind of match was. You know. I don't think anyone saw it coming, including Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, otherwise he'd have done something about it. But yeah, oh my god, it was just like, da, 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 bam, armbar. Oh, what, 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 what? <laughs> like, that was literally what happened. Like the replay looked awesome, though. So you know, yeah, I uh, I think that was pretty impressive. Very um, impressive. So the next uh, the next fight was for the uh, under fifty five kilogram title. Loving that it's in kilograms, by the way. Um, uh, yeah, so this is the other title eliminator. So Fionn's fight was the first one, and then she has to, for the title, she has to fight she's gonna the, be... um, the winner of this fight. Yes, which sorry, was... I misspoke. Yeah. Um, yes, so uh, it, it would Matuda, appear... Matuda. Sorry? The, uh, the Matuda, the crush of every single man in the entire room, and most of the women. <laughs> um... Like, I literally don't care if you're gay or straight. This woman, you will probably be in love with her. <laughs> like, I'm not. There's no, there's no, like, she's just, she's just amazing. She's literally amazing. Um, she's, of course, uh, a multi-time world champion um, in in the gi. Um, she is. But this was, of course, a no-gi fight. I, think, uh, I believe this was her first no-gi match ever. Oh, really? Oh, well, uh, certainly at Brown Belt. But right. Yeah. I uh I believe this was quite a big deal for her. The um the nogi thing. Right. Well, uh it appeared that I mean it went about three minutes, I believe. Um it it would appear that Matuda didn't really didn't hang around too much. Um like you say, probably with some sort of a point to prove a big deal for her, especially if it was her first no gi match. Um, mm. uh, so she's now going to be in the, uh, the the title fight against Fion, which is, I mean, yeah. that's right. gonna, that's going to be worth watching, folks. That's <laughs> going to be electrifying. That match, oh my god, that's going to be awesome. What do so, you think yeah. about them bringing titles in? Do you think, I mean, because Great it's, idea. it's not like UFC, you haven't got these people for, well, I don't know, but I'm assuming they haven't got these people for uh, a certain amount of fights or a certain amount of days. Um, so it's sort of more interesting because you could win the title and then never fight in Polaris again. Potentially, I'm not saying anyone's going to want to do that. I don't know why they'd want to do that. But um, for I the don't com- know, actually know how the contracts work for Polaris, to be honest, but I, I imagine I'd love to find out. most uh most titles have a clause in the contract saying that you have to defend it at least once you'd certainly hope so wouldn't you yeah most of them do i don't know how it works on polaris if i'm honest but i imagine that that is what they would have 
that you'd probably have to defend it at least once. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Um, I mean, bringing titles in obviously just makes it a little bit more exciting. Um, I think probably it's more of a crowd please than anything else because, like, yeah, I think it's, it's quite exciting to watch someone fight for a title. It means a bit more, doesn't it? So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, could could well do. And it's, you know, another thing to, to hang on hang on your cv saying because polaris is so well respected to say that you are the polaris champion um, yeah pretty, uh pretty uh legit say that rather legit yeah um so moving on to um oh, just the craziness Henderson. so i have seen uh the highlights for this uh benson henderson versus aj uh oh excuse me goodness me i'm Yes, thank you. Dear me, I've got I'm tongue tied. Um, it was fucking insane. It was, it was crazy. I've having watched, having watched the the highlights. I just can't can't believe it. <laughs> oh my god, that mat was not big enough for those two. Just nowhere near. It just wasn't. It really wasn't. Um. Apparently, yeah, so in about, I think it was about the first 30 seconds, they ended up off the, the whole stage. So I'm, I'm taking this from, Including the ref. How did the ref yeah, get out the there? Ref, the ref, the ref like, somersaulted off the stage. So I'm taking this from uh, the review by Elliot Nurse, which, uh, again, you'll be able to check out on our website coming this week, so there's a plug for you. But um, uh, Elliot says that, uh, that Henderson had told the organisers, uh, I'm going to double leg that fall off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> no way i didn't know that part so apparently Amazing. he called he his, did. apparently he called a shot and then by god didn't he just um oh my god it was insane <laughs> for those of, yeah so uh henderson goes for a double leg early 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 and just runs through just runs through aj and off the stage onto the floor and then somehow took the referee with him um it was I mean, what a sight to behold, really. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Uh, but basically, what what I think happened was um, Benson Henderson's obviously used to having a cage there to stop him. Yeah. So he runs through people, and usually they just hit the end of the cage, and that's fine. But obviously there was no cage because it's just a mat. So we sort of got nowhere to go, so they just ran off the mat. Yeah. Basically what happened. And then a, a, later, uh, a later minute... They uh, ran off the stage into the, the uh, which I, uh, the camera or the lighting equipment on the side. There was a bit of a crash. Uh, so yeah, they just they just couldn't stay on the map. Um, it was drama. It was good. I mean, it was good drama, you know. Like it yeah. was fun drama. Watch. Um, AJ's created this personality of himself. Um, he's doing very well for it. Cause they're going to keep inviting him back. Yeah, because he's entertaining. You know, he he might still lose, but he's entertaining. So yeah, you know what? Fair play. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it was brilliant match. What Absolutely did you brilliant? What did you think of uh, the decision? I've not seen the full fight. Obviously, I saw. Oh, totally. There's no way it could have gone any other way. Yeah. Not a chance in hell. No way. Like he was all going, oh no, what, what, what? Like, mate, you kidding me? You lost that. Hundred percent, you lost it. That was exactly the right decision. Perfect decision. Uh, I'm pleased because I saw there was a one point where um, AJ had a a, uh, a foot lock 
of uh, I think it was a foot hold, a toe hold on uh, Henderson. I and, think that was uh, a heel hook, and uh, and he was just sitting there combing his hair. <laughs> <laughs> what a ledge! It was brilliant. It was so funny. I love it. But, I mean, I he's, he's so funny. He's got that from uh, Benson Henderson is going to understand selling a fight and getting a crowd on your side. Yeah, having exactly. like you said that experience of MMA where all the focus is on you. Uh, he certainly knew how to steal the show. Let's face oh, it. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. And uh, it seems, even on the highlights, uh, you can speak more to this. Apparently, the crowd was just going absolutely mental because. Oh, yeah. Totally. 100%. 100%. It was the Benson Henderson show. That's for good reason, you know? Yeah. It was awesome. He was fantastic, honestly. Just so good. All right. Well, taking us to the final. Uh, match of the evening which is uh, Craig Jones versus Jake Shields Jake Shields is one of the most well respected uh, Jiu Jitsu practitioners that I think's ever been in MMA um, I listen to a lot of different MMA podcasts I've been a I've been a fan for years and someone who was constantly mentioned in interviews and all these other situations for specifically for their outstanding Jiu Jitsu is Jake Shields um, I'm sure you can you, oh definitely yeah i trained with him in uh back in the day i think it must have been about six years ago now in thailand wow um i trained with with jake um yeah such a ledge such a nice dude as well yeah I'm... a nice guy really really sweet guy like just um really like nice teacher really humble like really sweet just really nice to train with so yeah it was pretty cool um yeah what a nice dude and craig jones what well, a newcomer. Craig, Craig Jones. Newcomer of the year, man. Sorry? Newcomer of the year. Yeah, well... <laughs> well let's... He's also such a dude. He's a, such a nice guy. So he... Like, so chilled out. So he... um, he, He's had a, a really good... Uh, I mean, he flew through EBI. He, he got knocked out of the last EBI. But right... Uh, I think it was Gordon Ryan. Um, that, uh, that beat Craig... But he's uh, in, in EBI 14. But he he's known for um, for heel hooks and uh, you know leg work. Um, and I also know that uh, Jake's been training with uh, the Danaher Death Squad, and we all know what they get up to over the weekend. So I read it, and I knew this about Jake going into it that he was training with Danaher and stuff. And I didn't know that much about Craig Jones, other than I you know seen EBI and stuff like that. So I kind of figured. Um, if Jake was going to lose, it was going to be legs. You know, I, I kind of figured it would be yeah. uh, would be that. Um, I did not think it would be that quick. I had no, no. idea it would be that quick. I could... It was literally like Craig knew what he was going to do. And all he did was go, this is my job. This is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to let anyone stop me. This is what I'm. This is what my plan is. And he literally, it was literally like, he knew exactly what to do. It's like he was on autopilot. Right. He wasn't even thinking. Right. Like he obviously was thinking, but it just—that's what he looked like. This is what I do every day in the gym. I've done this four thousand times before. I'm just going to do it again. And that's what it looked. It was so chilled, so like relaxed. Like da da da. That's my leg. I've got the leg. That's my leg. I'm having it. Goodbye. That was it. Just done. Just job done. But it's like, masterclass, honestly. Absolute craziness to to do that to someone as respected as Jake Shield is. Yeah, uh, it's just ridiculous. So 
uh, a massive congratulations, Craig Jones, and indeed everyone who competed. I, what a fantastic event! Obviously, I'm, they'll all be listening. So uh, of you know, course, okay. of course, of <laughs> course. Um, but yeah, I'm gutted that I I couldn't be there. I certainly. I mean, I'm sure you would say that it's a thing to go and see live. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Looking forward to the next one. I think it's uh, a thing around June or July. Oh, yeah. The next one. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Definitely be uh, definitely be back to watch the next one. I might have to get my ass down to London. I, don't know. I have to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, from from a standpoint of, uh, I know we we haven't really talked about the undercard. Um, there were there were some great matches on uh, on the prelims. Uh, really, uh, really good fun. Um, yeah, I I I do enjoy watching gi jiu jitsu. I think probably because I have a better grasp of it than I do no gi. Um, mm. And it's and it is that tad slower. I can sort of see positionally what's going on a bit better. Um, so I re- I really enjoyed them. I like seeing. Uh, I really liked liked seeing what I did. Um, it was uh, yeah, it was awesome. And some tough losses there. I know Leone had been training extremely hard for the um, the match, and I don't think she has anything to be embarrassed about. Nor do I think anyone in the cards got anything to be embarrassed about. They were all good fights. You can't take anything away from them. What I would say um, from production standpoint, uh, I don't know what it was like on the screens there. But the live stream, first of all, I tuned in for Leone, Leone's match. Uh, I tuned in right at the beginning. What I mean to say is the comments, there was like thousands of comments rolling in, uh, just one, really after cool. after, one after another. Everyone's talking about jiu-jitsu and screaming on for their, their people. I haven't got, I don't know numbers of people that are actually watching. Um, but that was re- it was really encouraging to see the level of support uh for the competitors and just people just tuning in to uh, to watch jiu-jitsu for free uh decent matches for free streamed on facebook that's that's not nothing that's cool i think that's a real cool thing that polaris is doing um from agree with that perspective of like camera angles and stuff it was amazing man (laughs) like yeah fucking amazing like you could you could get right into the action nothing was missed it was it was it was phenomenal. Really, really well done. Familiar to, I know it's on UFC Fight Pass. So, you know, they have like a tail of a tape would come up, stuff like that, much as they would in the UFC. Um, That's really awesome. I didn't know that. It was really cool. It was really, really, really cool. Um, I'd like to see on the tail of tape sort of more of a, um, maybe a competition history, something like that, something because what they had was sort of height. God, what did they have? It was a height, nationality, and the academy you were training out of. And the weight above, you know, all that, like they would in the UFC. But I kind of would like a little bit more. Are these, you know, have these people won IBJJF competitions? Have they competed at Polaris before? I'd like a little bit more of that and not just relying on the uh, sort of commentators to bring it up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 totally, totally. Yeah, so when you're there, you don't really know what information the viewer at home is being given. Sure. And, uh, yeah. The, the commentators were good, and they knew they knew their shit, man. It was awesome. Um, but it was, uh, I'd like just a little bit maybe more on screen, but, God, that's so picking at, you know, picking at tiny little things. But it, yeah. it, it, it really didn't take it's away a, from They it. do put on a good show, I think. I really do. 
Yeah, well, it, it it sure was. It was really nice graphics and stuff like that. The, the entrance music where the guys would walk onto, sort of reminiscent of the old Metamorris days, actually, sort of a drums kind of vibe. It was, it was, yeah, it was a real cool, real cool thing to watch. And it's still live. Anyone who is listening and interested, the prelims are on the Polaris Facebook page. Um, so go to Polaris Professional Jiu-Jitsu Invitational and scroll down a little way and you will find the prelims. And it's well worth a watch because uh, it just is really high quality, which is awesome. Yeah, no, it's, and, and especially because it's free. Like It's free. You're seeing some of like, the best jiu-jitsu. You're seeing some of the best jiu-jitsu, at the very least, nationally. Um, uh, and if not, you know, internationally. So, you know, you'd be, you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't check it out. Not that we're here to promote Polaris, but we are because we're proud of it, so fuck off. Yeah, um, but we don't, we don't get uh, any money from them, unfortunately. So um, no, we're just promoting this... <laughs> it out of love rather yeah, than... Out of love. This is the biggest thing in jiu-jitsu. Polaris is really leading uh, the way it's certainly in this country, certainly in this country. And um, the, the, the slightly different rule set to EBI with the judges and stuff. I mean, the judges weren't really needed uh, in this. So, no, not for um, most of them. No. Many, I think there was only two that went to decision, wasn't there? Yeah, I believe so. So, I mean... Or it's, two or three. Yeah. It's just... Three. Three, maybe three. Um, and I think a lot of people get worried when they, they, they hear that it could go to judges, but didn't matter. Didn't matter this night. So, an incredible, incredible night for Polaris and, uh, yeah, incredible night for Jiu-Jitsu all round, really. Definitely. 100% agree. And that's uh, bringing us to the end. It is, yeah. Although... And- your Skype connection went really fucking like, weird there, and you sounded like a Dalek. So, oh wow, that's so cool! I wish I sounded like that more. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> uh, no, I'm sorry about that. Um, what I meant to say was that's bringing us to the end, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. Um, so we will be back to talk about <laughs> other stuff. What's on the menu next time? What's what? coming up? You know what? I'm not sure. <laughs> Because I'm prepared. Oh, I don't either. <laughs> That's what you tune um, into this podcast yeah, for. Yeah, we'll be back in a few weeks, I think. We'll be back in a few weeks. If anyone wants a shout out, though, in the meantime, do let us know. Yeah, do let us um, know. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Follow uh, us on Twitter. Please, please. At, at, wait, wait, wait. Go on. At choke.nation. At choke.nation. Yeah? There you go. Give us a follow. We'll be ramping that up and stuff. And uh, we're still getting uh, Choke Nation back on its feet after a long, long time away. So um, we really do appreciate anyone's listening. I'm really... uh, Please do subscribe on iTunes wherever you listen to your podcast. We are there now. We are are there. You don't just have to go to SoundCloud. Um, So please... So we are also on SoundCloud. We are also on SoundCloud. Uh, get in contact, send us your comments, tell us we're fucking idiots. Uh, have a go at Helen for living in a basement and me for being a cripple. Whatever you want, just uh, get involved. We want this to be... Um... Let's make it happy, though. Yeah, whatever makes but let's, uh, let's ramp it up. Let's, let's get some chats going. If anyone's got any questions, comments, whatever just uh let us know okay well uh thank you very much for listening to the show nation podcast i have been nathan j selby that has been helen j harper say goodbye yeah thanks goodbye and uh we'll talk to you uh again soon bye-bye that was a whole episode we did there